Welcome to episode 18 of season 2 of the MN Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. You can talk now. Can I speak? Now you can talk. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm Stephen Cook. It's like I gotta hold up a sign that reminds you of your name. <laughs> remember, remember... I'm sorry, you wouldn't let me speak. You remember when we were young and naive and we used to get excited last year about the number of the episode that it was each week? I know. Now we're just... Now, j- now we're jaded and just happy to still be living. <laughs> exactly. It's episode 18. It's like I'm really happy to be to, here. We made it to another week without the world <laughs> blowing up, literally. But you know, I actually think that the threat of thermonuclear war receded this week. You do, and the out yes, you and do. our metric for civil war has gone up. You see, these things are not mutually exclusive, and I don't agree that that the risk of nu- thermonuclear war went down this week. As a matter of fact, didn't somebody on the uh, on the in the administration, talk about detonating a nuke for testing purposes. There, there was that. There was also this discussion of a bloody nose yeah, strike against to North Korea. Demonstrate. Yeah. So how would but you think that that this is? How are those? I would see that in, as. I think in the looking at this, what we would call as as a political scientist, this conflict dyad. <laughs> I think that there's an irrational party and a rational party. And the North Koreans... And I think the irrational party is the United States. And the rational actor is Kim Jong-un. And it's full of Kim all Jong-un. kinds of bluster and rhetoric. And the North Koreans are like, yeah, we're really looking forward to the Olympics. <laughs> okay. All joking aside, however... Or not all joking, yeah. some of the joking aside, however... <laughs> there is a correlation between the escalating risk of our country imploding... And mm. the dotard at the top deciding that that's a good moment to deflect attention and to show how, how much of a true, strong leader he is and starting a war with someone. I, I would accept the premise of what you're saying here, except, <laughs> except for, the, for the, fact the fact that, that I'm going to tell you I disagree with you completely. <laughs> except for the fact that the only people who would be, uh, you know, upset about the way in which he's going about imploding the country are people roughly from the border of, let's say, (laughs) Boston down through parts of Connecticut, New York, up to, I guess, the Beltway and inside the Beltway. Other than that, and then on the the West Coast— And little pockets in the middle, like Chicago and the Twin Cities. But other than that, I think a lot of people are totally psyched about the direction of the country. I told you, I was driving in and I was listening to the BBC, and they were interviewing these people from Wisconsin, wherever the fuck Wisconsin, they were about the State of the Union, and they were saying, he was wonderful. This was a great speech. He's done everything possible. One guy said he had a... 188 things that the president had accomplished in the first year that the mainstream media refused 
to to report. So does that include his? We're a small minority of people who believe the country is imploding. Yeah, the rest of them think it's fucking okay, awesome. Okay, but the, it's it's exactly those people who are going to get pissed off when the noose tightens further around him in this Mueller investigation because it's obvious to anyone who can see and hear that a crime has been committed and covered up, or several crimes. So when that noose continues to tighten, he will lash out in various ways, including yeah, potentially I don't think a that war. That, I don't think that manifests itself in conflict with North Korea. I, I think it manifests itself in more kinds of violence we don't here. Have, I think it's both. I, I think there's the potential, obviously, for violence here, but also the distraction of, hey, let's... You know, let's start a war outside right. our borders so that we can rally everybody behind us. By the way, I would like to amend our list of punchable people oh, in the administration. Yeah, uh, General Kelly. I told you, General Kelly would kick the shit out of you if you punched him in the face. I don't care. I don't care. Let him kick the shit out of me. I want to punch him in the face. Yeah. He's a liar. He's a racist. He is a racist. He, he is a, he's a horrible human being. He, I don't get, you know, everybody says, oh, I respect him. He was a general. I have no respect for him. By the way, d- d- and why should we have to have respect just because they wore the uniform? What if they're terrible people? You see, only somebody like you who didn't serve our country and has done nothing for anyone other than yourself would say something like that. That's about right. A decorated war hero in general. It's fucking why do you hate America and why do you hate freedom? I do. You get off I your do. knee. You know. Get, get off your knee. <laughs> quit protesting our I, troops. I'm on the knee today. Yeah. Quit the whole day. Quit. Because the Super Bowl coverage has already begun. I think we should wear our Colin Kaepernick shirts today. Just I'm wearing my Colin Kaepernick shirt. Because I'm actually going over to friend's house to watch the game. Wearing your Colin Kaepernick shirt. Or actually Kaepernick to shirt. eat. I'm totally wearing my yeah. Colin Kaepernick shirt. So really this is just the game is just an excuse to eat. Yeah. Like every, and like, wear my Colin Kaepernick like everything shirt else. in a safe environment, knowing some Yoko won't kick the shit That's out of me. That's true. Can you imagine if somebody got in your face at your buddy's house? <laughs> like, dude, why do you hate freedom? Why do you hate the troops? Mm, I hate him. You should wear that to. It's so to, clear. You should wear that shirt to visit with your former rabbi and see what he says. <laughs> He doesn't. He's his own. He's got one issue and one issue only. He's he he's the walking definition of a single issue human being. He's an Israel. It's firster. just about Israel. He's an Israel first. He, yeah, it's just about Israel. It's that's the only thing he would sidle up to just about anybody as long as they said nice things about Israel. Really? He gave the benediction at that stupid, you know, museum of the Bible that was put together by the crazy yeah, that's, evangelicals that's crazy. from that stupid Hobby Lobby people where. They stole artifacts. I mean, it's this ev- it's this evangelical Disney World. He gave the he gave the benediction for because there's a lot about Jews in there. Yeah, there's a lot about Jews in there to encourage Jews to love the evangelicals and encourage the Israeli government to pursue maximist policies. So the fire would come. Exactly, we have to bring about Armageddon. <sighs> so, is oh it fair to God. say that your former rabbi would give a reach around to Sebastian Gorka? <laughs> About Sebastian Gorka, but Why? certainly Sebastian Gorka was honored by the ZOA. Yeah, God. Steve Bannon. But I think it's like a higher level of of reach aroundedness. So obviously went to Trump if he could find his micro penis. 
<laughs> I did. You know, he was always coy during the election, but he's clearly a Trumpster. He's a Trumpster. Rabbis for Trump. <laughs> you know. Well, here's the thing, and I was saying this to some to a professional Jew. I told you. A professional I, I, Jew. I don't need my. Po- I don't need politics in the synagogue. I have that on my card. Actually, it says professional Jew. <laughs> My business card. So, we were going to talk about something this week that I, I, you were very excited you about. So you want to you want to launch into? Yeah, it? because as as I found myself getting sucked into the vortex of twenty the twenty four hour news cycle and the Twitter sphere, I said I said to myself, "What is the one self myself?" I said, "Self," and myself said, "Yes." What is the one publication that I can go to? consistently to really learn about what's going on in the world. And as I was thinking through this, it hit me. People Magazine. Foreign Affairs? People Magazine. People Magazine. I'm not going to say where this idea occurred to me. Not Us Weekly? Us Weekly is for scrubs. People Magazine. Not not the president's favorite supermarket tabloid, the National Enquirer? National Enquirer is fucking Looney Tunes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but People Magazine is, I mean, you weren't a, a huge wrestling fan growing up like I was, but when I was growing up, I would read wrestling magazines, which were essentially like, it, 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 <laughs> oh yeah, totally, totally. I didn't know oh that. Yeah, all the time. And it was like, it treated <laughs> oh it as God. if it was real. Like, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to bring you behind the curtain. It's like, no, no, we're going to treat this stuff like it's real. And People Magazine does the same thing with celebrities. It pretends that they're real people. If, I know. You made me go out and buy it, and I read it. Well, you see, my, my wife is a subscriber to People Magazine. And, you know, Michelle is an accomplished professional woman with degrees from high from institutions of higher uh, education. Excellent institutions yeah, quite, of higher education. Uh, but she reads People magazine, and therefore, every once in a while, I take a look at People magazine. I won't say where, but it's pretty much where everybody reads People magazine. So, right, so this week, right. I was pret- after a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. After after having Mexican food, I was reading <laughs> People magazine, and I was really taken at first by the cover. So, oh, yeah, the cover is awesome. The cover is uh, Kate Middleton and uh, Meghan Markle, the, what's his name, Prince Harry's uh, bride-to-be. And I will tell you, I had no idea who Meghan Markle really? was. But, but until, this magazine, the cover, story, the cover story is inside their new friendship. I mean, who can't uh, no. get excited about That's something so nice. like that? They're two very attractive, very nice. clean-cut white women. I mean... And they're all living in the palace together. And they're living in the palace. I mean, what's nicer and than this? If that isn't a plot line for a Story Daniels movie, yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I'm really I, I'm really fascinated to find out more about their burgeoning friendship. I will tell you that there are the two other headlines in the People magazine. Really grabbed me. Are we looking at the cover first? Yeah, the cover still. The cover. So anybody listening, Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx's romance has gone public. Right. The fact that they're stooping has gone public. And wait, the romance goes public! Exclamation mark. 
Yeah. You see, that's very. I, I I have to take issue. Blowing the cover on Nookie. I have to take issue with you denigrating <laughs> their relationship <laughs> by reducing it to a physical act of fornication. Because that's not what this is. Obviously, these are two. And then the very, sad headline. No, no, hold on. These are two very fine but, people who are obviously deeply and truly in love with one another, and their relationship. Yeah, but their publicist. But but their publicist saw fit to make sure that the big announcement was in People magazine. Well, their relationship should last for you know, given that it's on the cover of People, I you know probably another six to eight weeks. That's how this shit works because People magazine treats this like it's real. Like these are real people with real emotions no, and real relationships. No, but this, the, the next one, the next one is real. Which one? And it's sad. Oh, Neil, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Yeah. I, okay. His brave battle with Parkinson's. Okay, so they, First of all, yes. let me ask you a question. Is there like a cowardly battle with a debilitating neurological disease? I mean, like... Well, do they I ever? Mean, do they ever report on the cowardly battle with Parkinson's? No, or any disease. But, for no, that Neil is, Everybody Neil is faces a treasure. their He's, disease bravely. Nobody cowers in the corner crying and taking, you know, antidepressants <laughs> because they're going to die. I would. Um, even though they'll report that stuff after the fact. So once you've right, already right. won your battle with said disease, then you can talk about. Right how fucking scared you were and how it reduced right. you to a puddle and right. and that it was only you only made it through because you know you had faith in whatever and your friends and family right. and your wonderful doctors helped you pull through this very difficult time you just wrote the article. Exactly. But you know what? I read it. There are He's like, not going to pull through There that are option. seven more articles like that about addiction. But <laughs> about I just want to talk over, about it for a second. Addiction. Yeah. Neil Diamond uh-huh. is a national treasure. Well, He's the Jewish Elvis. The Jewish Elvis. And the only man, the only man, even at 77, I believe, Lauren, would leave me for. Right. Really? She would leave you for him? Oh, even yes. With she loves Neil Diamond. And to, to care for him in his final days? Wow. I think she would. As opposed to caring That's for... That's how much she loves him. As opposed to caring for you in your non-final days? Wow. <laughs> wow. That's saying um, something. As she has said to me... Your work, and you, she doesn't. You don't think that Neil Diamond would be work even with Parkinson's? Maybe especially with Parkinson's. No, but you know he's Neil Diamond. He's a, he's the Jewish Elvis. Yeah, so we can we can gloss over any. I'm just Jewish. I'm not the Jewish Elvis. I'm just Jewish. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe if you grew your sideburns a little bit more, you could be the Jewish Elvis. So anyway, uh, yeah, as, yeah, I'm, yeah, as yeah. I'm leafing through this People magazine, first of all. Can but, I tell you? I don't know anybody in this well, in this magazine. I mean, like the, the the section on heart monitor. Can we turn to the section on heart, on heart monitor? I'm not ready for the heart, heart monitor. This yet. is not about the health of people. This is a checkup on the latest celebrity romances. This is very very important. This is on page twenty six. Uh, yes, the page twenty six. Now, oh yeah. So here we have. I would not. Here we have. Here we have updates on relationships that are either going well <laughs> or have since gone awry. Now, I also want to add one more thing, that every relationship yeah. is wonderful in People magazine until <laughs> until the breakup. And then they have these, these articles, once the breakup happens, where they talk about the insiders who knew for a long time the shit had gone south. 
they've, they've really been living separate lives. <laughs> the for, inside story. They've really been living separate lives for quite some time. Well, why wasn't that in the article six months ago when you put them on the cover talking about how great their relationship was? Again, because so, because this is a wrestling magazine. Okay. So let's see. There's there's eight people profiled right. in the Heart Monitor. Right. And I know the names, actually, of three of them. Okay. And I only know two of them because, one, it seems that Minka Kelly and Jesse Williams are over. But I would only know Minka Kelly's name because... A bunch of years ago, she was stooping Derek Jeter. Again, why must you reduce... And clearly, why? she's never gotten over Jeter. Why do you have to reduce their special relationship to <laughs> Jeter, she loved... Well, it's over. She loved so Jeter. So they're not stooping anymore. She loved Jeter. He loved her. Uh, yeah, she's, she's not she, over She can't him. get over Jeter. She's not... I wouldn't be able to get over... I'm not over Jeter. You, I mean, Didi Gregorius is good, but I'm not over Jeter. Do you think I, that he gave Jeter, her a gift so. basket? <laughs> oh, definitely gave her a gift. Oh, he gave her the the other person I know here. Basket, yeah. The other person is Katy Perry. But I don't know a Katy Perry song, and I think I'm glad for really? that. You're, you don't know yeah. any Katy Perry songs? I don't think Dude, so. Dude, you were so not cool five years ago. Does she sing Running with the Devil? Oh, she has an awesome cover of Jamie's Crying. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't sing any Van Halen related. She does. She sing little guitars. No. Yeah. Oh, you wish. Mm. You wish. <laughs> so I don't know any of these people, you know but apparently, Liam Shriver, Katy Perry, and Robert Pattinson. What kind of name are is flirty it? friends? Does that mean like what is flirty I don't friends? Know. What does that even mean? Are they friends with benefits? They just flirting? Like what does that mean? I don't know. They're flirty and they're friends. Who's who's Dane Cook and Kelsey Taylor? Because they're going steady. Dane Cook, is a, Dane Cook is a horrible comedian. FYI. Uh, see. He's a really not related. Liev Schreiber, you know. Because he narrated yeah, he narrated Kinderblock sixty six. Liev. Liev Schreiber. I'm gonna see his bar mitzvah certificate. Yeah, I don't think he had one actually. Okay, but I want to I want to go backwards a little bit in the issue to page. All right, go back to page six. We, page sixteen. Is really something page sixteen. Hold on, something interesting to me. This is. I feel like this is the Haggadah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you read now. Okay. Oh yes, Star, the Star Trek. Tracks. Inside. Not Star Trek. Star Trek. Inside the hottest parties. Now, in the top left mm. corner, we have a picture <laughs> of Miley Cyrus and her mom Tish, <laughs> with former President Bill Clinton. Now look at that. Now which one is doing Bill? Look at that ben picture. Gone. And where do you think his hands are? Exactly. I mean, in this in this Me thing. Too moment, this picture strikes me as being a little tone deaf. Yeah, I think so. I mean, look at the look, look at the gloss over look on his face. You know, he's, <laughs> he's grabbing like, somebody uh, somewhere inappropriate. He's like, he's got that like kind of shit eating grin exactly. on his face. Exactly. He's like, I am still but, a like, dog. Also recognizing it's this is the Me Too moment, so he's got to keep it in in in, in check a little I'm bit. I'm telling you. I don't think his hands are where they should be. At least... Now, I would not have been able to tell you that that was Miley Cyrus and her mom. But I will tell you that there's some, there's some definitely quality people here on, on Star Tracks. Okay. You got Dave Chappelle and Trevor Noah yeah. in one box. Yeah. And you got Stevie Nicks in another box. Yeah. 
and you got Jay-Z, Alicia Keys, and Beyonce in another one. Yeah. So, like, that's, that's, I mean, that's some high-quality, you Again, know, star-fucking going this on is there. Celeb- this is, this magazine's all about celebrity, right? That's what this yeah. is. So, let's just not pretend that... And you got the two Haley's down in the, in the left-hand corner. Haley Baldwin and Haley Steinfeld, of course. Sign, they're, they're, it's, Haley is spelled differently. And I thought Steinfeld was Seinfeld. Is she related at all? Is she, is she, or as my mom would ask... It's Steinfeld! Do you think she's Jewish? Is Haley Steinfeld Jewish? She's probably Jewish. Oh, my God. I bet she went on, uh, I bet she went on birthright. <laughs> she went on birthright and got wasted at the Kotel. <laughs> okay. She got wasted at the Kotel, and then, and then you know what happened in the back of the bus. Uh, Jewish children for everyone. Mmm... Okay, now uh, I would like us. To, I, I, I would like us to turn. Oh, you know, there's a special Olympics section. Yeah, I'm not interested in people's coverage of the Olympics. Well, just let me point out. Let me point out because I'm a skier. Yeah. That the the Olympic section, it's like the teaser is about the most diverse uh, Olympic team ever. Yeah. Going to the game, so U.S. Olympic team, and I was like, oh, really? Wow. So it's a bunch of different blonde chicks, uh, a young Asian, American Asian skater, Diversity. and Michaela Schifrin, who's Jewish. Diversity. We have, but that's it. We have people from all of the Scandinavian oh, and countries here. I think the here. woman who's like uh, the driver of the women's bobsled is African-American. Nice. But otherwise, it was like Lindsey Vaughn, who you can't get whiter than, who's never finished a race that I've seen in my life. Uh, a, a bunch of other blonde white women. Right. And Michaela Schifrin, who's Jewish, but also happens to be blonde. Again, we have... By the way, she can ski, man. We, wow. we have athletes from all of the Scandinavian countries. That is our commitment to diversity. <laughs> well, I mean, what is the president talking about? We do have Norwegians. <laughs> we have lots They're of Norwegians. They're descendants of Norway. But anyway, I never read People magazine because of its sports coverage. But if you look... What's <laughs> the really, sports coverage better than the New York Times sports coverage. Well, New York Times is not known for its its sports, but go to page thirty. Go to page thirty because you can't. Is this the four questions? Yes, this is the this is the question of the stupid child. Uh, <laughs> because you can't have an issue of People magazine without devoting at least a quarter of it to the Kardashian clan. <laughs> so here we have the in the scoop section. Okay. Ky- I'm gonna re- yeah. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it, and we're gonna <laughs> Please comment. Do. Kylie, Please do. Kylie Jenner apparently is ready to be a mom. Okay? Exclamation mark! Exclamation point! She's 20. Let's just be clear. She's 20. Though she has stayed out of the spotlight for while awaiting the arrival of her first child. Now, just as an aside, she's like a teenage mom. She has stayed out of the spotlight for this translation. For the last two weeks, we haven't written anything about her. <laughs> okay? Kylie Jenner, 20, is prepped for motherhood. She's been anxious She's but, but excited, says an insider. She's nervous about the delivery and hopes for an easy birth. Boy, this is insightful shit right here. <laughs> she already has chosen a name and is finishing a, quote, pink, pink, pink nursery and baby-proofing her Hidden Hills, California home. Does baby proofing include like getting rid of the drug paraphernalia? Is that what they call baby proofing? <laughs> and all of her relatives? Yeah, seriously. To baby proof that house, they should throw her fucking mother in jail. 
The, the baby's dad, <laughs> rapper Travis Scott, 27, is being supportive. The insider says they have no plans for marriage. Translation. I think the insider must be the publicist now. Yeah. Translation. He's not in the picture at all. <laughs> By being supportive, that means he didn't tell her to have an abortion. And I'm sorry for being so crass. Uh, hold on one second. They have no plans for marriage, and Jenner won't be in any rush to get back to public life once her daughter is here. She's just looking for. Uh, I love this quote. All right? She's just looking forward to quiet time with the baby. She has matured a lot. She will be a great mom. Okay. It sounds like she wrote that. She has matured a lot. That means that in the past, in the past six months, she's like learned. She wrote that like her high school essay. She's on learned what how I to, to be properly wipe her ass over the last six months. <laughs> she's really I'm actually, mature. I'm, I was drawn to the story below. Yes. About Philip Phillips fighting for his music. Fucking, First of all, it's like a, it's like a behind the music. It's like a VH1 behind the music thing, and. Philip Phillips, he's like a he's like an American Idol dude, right? I don't know. I've never heard of him. Phil, who but it's named like this somebody, sad story. Like he had to name? settle a lawsuit. Philip, and plus the name is awesome, Philip Phillips. I remember um, the Afghan foreign minister Abdullah Abdullah. Yeah, but so Lauren wanted to change her name to Lauren Lauren, and here we have we have Philip Phillips. Abdullah, Maybe his parents Abdullah knew his, Abdullah Abdullah. Do you think Philip Phillips is his real name? Do you think his parents got all <laughs> fucking wasted after he was born and they're like, fuck it? <laughs> Like fuck it, we're Do just you think John come. Cougar is his real no, name? No, we know that. <laughs> come on. Do you think that his parents were like, fuck it, we're just going to throw caution to the wind and call him Philip Phillips? Because <laughs> I want him to get his ass kicked every day in middle school. <laughs> and then he's going to be in People magazine fighting so, for his But he's music. fighting strong. He's fighting for you, his You always music. have to have one of these things, right? What's that? Somebody overcoming... There's, and it's a little interview. Somebody overcoming an imagined... You set up a lawsuit uh, last year with American Idol producers claiming they made you sign oppressive contracts after you won season 11. What happened? It sounds like... It was really tough. It sounds like modern-day slavery. Is this ever going to end? I was a little depressed and anxious. I didn't know what to do or how to go about anything. Now that it's over with, it's such a nice release. What does that even mean? I, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that like is that is it nice release? I don't know. Uh, I have a nice release <laughs> on my jump shot. Yeah, that's crazy. Your song "Home" was the highest grossing song to ever come out of Idol, but you I couldn't even release know. new music during the lawsuit. Okay, tell us about your new album, Collateral. So much has happened in the past three years. I went through the legal trouble, but I also got married. <laughs> What Will Become of Us represents everything that was going on. It's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. Oh, my God. This is tearing on my heart. This is manufactured drama where men <laughs> exist. Um, so I, I'm glad that we had a chance to leaf through the People magazine this week. But Oh, it's so good. This is what's really holding our republic together. The fact that we can gawk. Do you know that Chris Klein, 38, and his wife, Lena Rose Thiefeld, are expecting their second child in May? Who the the fuck are these people? Do you know who Chris Klein is? No. Did you ever see... Who's Chris Klein? Did you ever see American Pie? Yeah. Oh, Oh, that dude? Yeah. He looks old in this picture. He is old, man. That movie's 20 years old. 
Oh, shit, I'm, I guess I'm old, too. Somehow we have not aged, but all of these people who are much younger than we were when the movies came out have <laughs> aged. <laughs> I'm really, I feel fortunate about that. Yeah. Oh, Caitlyn Jenner had to pay eight hundred grand Again. to multiple members. Again, you have to have something with the Jenner Kardashians in there. Eight hundred thousand K in that February twenty fifteen car accident in Malibu. These are not real people. Let's just be clear. Mm. People magazine is the wrestling magazine for non wrestling fans. For celebrity watchers. Kelly Rowland is thirty seven. Who is Kelly Rowland? No, I, I know the two other birthdays. Chris Rock and Laura Dern. <clears throat> Yeah. So, I'm glad that we had a chance to look through people this week. I think we. We didn't even get into people's picks. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it next week. There'll be a new issue next week to leap through. (laughs) No, please, God, spare me. By the way, it's like a waste of paper. This. By the way, page ninety. It's going right into the recycling bin next to my desk. Page ninety-eight is the. See this? This is what? No, I just threw it out. Hold on. Page 98. I thought the episode's over. The crossword puzzle. Wait. <laughs> it's, the, it's the anti-New York Times I can crossword. do it in pen. It's like, it's the crossword. I can do it in pen. You can do it in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crossword. You know people brag they can do the, the New York Times crossword puzzle, puzzle in pen. It's the crossword puzzle for the mentally I can do the People Magazine crossword puzzle. How many people do you see on the, like on the subway doing the People Magazine crossword puzzle? Not very many. Not very many. I'm going to start doing it. You should. I'm going to start taking the Metro again and do the People Magazine crossword You should puzzle. ask people, your other people on the subway for help with it. I can't... you like, the one across is the picture of the country star. Who is I that dude? I can't get this one. He's wearing a cowboy hat. I can't get this one. Who is it? 34 across, Diane Blank Furstenberg. Can you help me? <laughs> I'd get, I'd go, it'd be terrible the country star thing. I don't know anything about country music, although I do have one favorite country music song. Oh, uh, here's, here's a good one. I hate every bone in your body except my own. 54 Across. That's a famous country song. What? 54 Across, How I Blanked Your Mother. It's <laughs> a real question. I don't think there are enough letters here for Stuck, though. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. All right, everybody, take a knee today. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Take a knee. Yeah, and whatever you do, root against the Patriots. Root against the Patriots. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for mutually assured destruction. I'm rooting for Colin Kaepernick I hate to get teams. a job in the NFL. Colin, I'm wearing my Kaepernick T-shirt, and I'm taking a knee. Nice. All right. Yep. And All right. We're out. We're out.